0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Life Inspired. We have made it to episode two, and I could not be more excited uh, for a second week. So I am pretty ecstatic about today's guest. Before we launch into that, I do want to give one little disclaimer that this is our second week um, working off of a, a little bit less than professional mic. So if there are any sound issues those are being resolved and by next week we should have all of the technical um, details that we that we need to get for these recordings. Um, So if there's any any sound that cuts out or anything like that we're working on it and by next week we'll have that solved. Uh, So let's launch right into uh, the main part of this week which is our guest. Today's guest is an actor from outside Chicago residing in Los Angeles. He's a property manager by day, Sunday school teacher on Sundays, content creator, and dog dad everywhere in between. Everybody, please welcome Eric Feltas.
1: Woohoo! Oh my God, you're so lucky. Oh my God, Eric Feltas is here. Oh my God, this thing's so cool. Thank you so much. How are you doing like, today? I like just start with on a, hum- a humble note. I mean, we love that, right? How, How are, you are you doing? So good. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad you asked me. Um, I listened to the first episode. You have such a good energy, and I'm just so happy to be a part of this.
0: Oh well, thank you. I'm I'm so pleased to have Eric on because I've always been very intrigued by what you do. And when I I found out that we, uh, or I guess when I decided that we wanted to do an episode about a creator, you know. I have been following you on um, TikTok a little bit, and I was just so excited to have this opportunity. Um, And we actually, well, we can get into how we met later. I wanna start though with our first segment, The News Inspired. If you listen to last week's episode, uh, we start each week by reading three of the positive headlines from the week because anytime that we can talk about some good news, we're going to. So I'm really excited Mm -hmm. to jump into three very positive headlines from the last week. So first and foremost... The House of Representatives has passed the Equality Act, which is legislation that, if passed by the Senate, would guarantee protections to the LGBTQ plus community. And I think that this is perfectly on target with kind of where we are headed in this country this year. Um, just giving everyone the rights that that have been withheld from them for so long. And I could not be happier that Washington has decided
1: to kind of jump on protecting everyone have you seen okay this is gonna sound like a total <laughs> random interruption but have you seen the whiz though whi- i have not okay so it's a musical kind of like the wizard of oz but <laughs> uh, michael jackson is in it you should check it out but at the end they like they like come out from the dark and they sing this song can you feel a brand new day i feel like that's what it's been like for the past couple months we're like like, waking up, like, out of hibernation, and we're, like, like care about equality, and um, of course, it's not just symbolic, but on top of being the right thing to do, I think it's just a nice symbol for where, like you said, where we're headed, Um, not just with this new president, but because there's, of course, a lot of work to do, but um, just a bright, it's a brighter future.
0: It is, it's, it's, finally something productive and and positive and and just good that's coming out of like somewhere that's been kind of dark like you said for while. So very exciting. The second headline that I want to talk about today uh, hits me in a very happy place. So on Tuesday, which is actually the day we're recording, we'll just pretend that it's Monday. Um, On (laughs) Tuesday, Dolly Parton received her first COVID vaccine, which she helped to fund with a $1 million donation.
1: I just love her. Oh, I, she, just, I just posted about that on my Instagram story. Everything about her, she's know. so f- full of joy.
0: Yes, and she gives so much. And I read mm-hmm. a couple of months ago that, she, I don't actually know if this is true because I read it on like a blog, but she, I read that she has pledged to never be a billionaire and to always make sure that she's giving back her wealth. Like the fact that she wants to give back is just so optimistic
1: and uplifting. Yeah, it's awesome. She's awesome.
0: She is, which leads us into the third topic, um, which is that March is Women's History Month. And so we get to celebrate so many awesome women like Miss Dolly Parton, um, who have done great things for our world this month. And I'm really excited to dig in. Um, I have a, a couple of different podcasts and um, some some people I know that I'm going to be talking to just about what women have done in the world. And I'm really excited to learn more about it. That's
1: awesome. So
0: this has been the news inspired and hopefully uh, these three headlines are just the the first of many for this week. But now we're going to dive into this week's main topic, which is questions for a creator, because we live in an age like no other where artists and actors and creators of all types have this amazing online platform in all kinds of different social media um, and and even sometimes their own websites. And we talk about bloggers and, and models and actors and social media influencers, and everyone now has this platform to create. So that is why we have Eric on today, um, because Eric is a creator here in LA, as we mentioned before. And we actually met, um, through church, which is crazy, but our, uh, faith community actually has a lot of really creative people. So it, it seems really, um, it just reminds me that w- that where we are and where we live, there are more and more creators every day. And so, Eric, mm. I would love to start by just kind of hearing when you hear the term like content creator, what comes
1: to mind and, and what inspires
0: you and just kind of you take it from there.
1: Sure. I love that. Um, well, you're absolutely right, Jace. Uh, we are a part of a community full of so many creatives. I think... Um, I think that is inspiring. And I, the, the fact that there are so many people around us, both at church and outside of church, just in Los Angeles, that that are in that industry, that are creating content. It's, I think, creatives inspire creativity in others as
2: well. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I think your community is important. And I'm not saying you have to have that. You can only have that in a big city, not at all. But just to have a community of artists around you, wherever you are, I think is so important. Um, I think a content creator is just, and I don't say this sarcastically. It's just someone who creates content. I don't. I, I think it's open to interpretation, just like the word, you know, actor. I mean, if you were in one play and you want to call yourself an actor, well, then you're an actor and be, you know, wear that, you know, the badge of honor. Um, so it's kind of, it's not really anyone anyone's. I don't think place to say who is and who is not a content creator as long as you are creating. Content doesn't necessarily mean that it's good, <laughs> or or not good, or for everyone, or not for everyone. You know, but um, but to each their own, and that's what's so cool about this time is that there are so many ways where people can create, and there are avenues for expressing your opinions um, on so many different platforms and expressing yourself creatively. I think it's just such an exciting time to be alive for that.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned there are so many ways to create. So, what kind of, what are you creating? Like, tell us about your um, creative process and the types of content that you're making.
1: Yeah, well, I, so I am late to the game. I'm also older than most people on TikTok, but I am on <laughs> TikTok. And, um, and I joined, I want to say, during, definitely during COVID. I mean, I would say I mm-hmm. got on, maybe like four months ago. It was actually one of my neighbors when I first moved in um, recommended it because he saw a couple of my clips that I did for an audition. Oh. Um, this audition, we needed to create three to four sketch characters showing showcasing some of our talents. And I ended up putting that on Instagram and, and my neighbor said, it's perfect content for, for TikTok. So I was a little hesitant at first, but when I broke it up and I put him on, I started making more characters. I realized that for me, TikTok was technology giving me the permission to not be perfect. Mm That I struggle both as a gay man and as an artist and as a human being with wanting to be with perfectionism. And so what Mm -hmm. happens is I can control things a little too much. But what happens when you control something too much, ironically, it can go out of control or stagnant right? Right. And so to me, I'm like, this, this isn't precious. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm just having fun. So then I just started playing around with more characters. And when I kind of let it go and stopped trying to be so controlled, I ended up a having fun and B uh, I think being more able to come up with different ideas of things, things to post. And then when that happens, that's really exciting, Jace, because then you walk, around the world with, like, lenses on of, like, how can I see this situation differently? Yeah. What's funny in this situation? What's a pattern that I can, can make out from this situation? And, and it's really kind of just fun. Yeah. No, I think... It's interesting that you say that
0: because I, so I work in PR, in fashion PR. And so I work with a lot of content creators, but they're all in kind of one lane and they're all amazing, amazing women. Um, but they're all either in like the fashion or like the mom lifestyle type space. But I, when I started following you on Instagram, eh, like a year, year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, I definitely noticed that you did a few um, like serious skit pieces. You know, I feel like you were probably posting some of your auditions and things like that. You also did some modeling. And then when the TikTok started, there was comedy. And I feel like because you have all of these different types of content on your platforms, it's a lot more engaging and interesting and just something that's really enjoyable. Um, Yeah. So, what kind of like you mentioned why you started started doing some of your like content creation on TikTok, but what led you into wanting to be this like actor
1: model personality um that's a that's a good question i went I went to school I went to college for um for education and Spanish. I ended up being a spanish and a, a Spanish and theater teacher for. F- Five years. Wow! And near the end of my teaching career, I came out of the closet. I was twenty-five, mm-hmm. and I ended up teaching for two more years. But I say that because coming out for me was sort of like dropping a pebble in a pond and seeing it, so many ripples come from that. It, it made me view everything differently. It made me ask, "Am I doing this for me, or am I doing this because I feel society wants me to be this person?" Mm-hmm. And while I loved teaching. Um, and And I didn't leave teaching because I didn't like it um, but i but I definitely picked it partially because it was secure and mm-hmm. it was known and after four years, I have a guaranteed job. there was something very attractive at that time in my life to, again, I think this is a theme to control mm-hmm. you know i could i could I could control so much um, but then when I came out, I realized I don't want to be the I, I don't. I don't need to know everything that's going to happen in my life. I'd rather be an authentic human and, mm-hmm. and live my truth. So then I dug deep, deeper and I realized that what I really want is, is to go into entertainment. Uh, I was in Chicago for a couple of years, not much happened there. Sure. Um, I moved here, but I do think that like the combination of like the pandemic and, mm-hmm. you know, exploring TikTok is really what made me um, create more spontaneously. I have mm-hmm. a couple of short films that I wrote because there's just I'm dancing all around your question, Jace. There, <laughs> no, there are, there are. Um, another reason why I, want to be, why I want to be an actor is because, like, I I want I want to tell more stories. I want to make people laugh.
2: Mm-hmm. I want
1: to inspire people, and I think that you can do that um, as an actor on such a creative and fun platform. That's awesome,
0: and you you do use it for the the creative and I don't know. I feel like how to word this you, I, well, just this week in particular, especially, I, I know that you posted a pretty serious video to your TikTok as well. So you have that dynamic of inspiring people through comedy and then also through kind of relating to them in your life. Um, do you want to talk about that at all about, about what inspired you to, to make
1: such a serious um, piece of content this week, yeah. Um, so I this is March. I guess we're recording this, and it's coming out in March, so that's good. Yes. <laughs> um, so I came out of I came out of the closet ten years ago. This mm-hmm. month, at the time I was twenty five, I was engaged to a woman. It was six months before our wedding, and mm-hmm. I cheated on her with a man. And it was the first time that I felt romantic, not just sexual, but romantic feelings for someone of the same sex.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: in reflecting that i just did just hurt my fiance and betrayed her in such a terrible way it made me realize that huh maybe homosexuality isn't wrong but what's wrong mm-hmm. is leading a double life leading an inauthentic life mm-hmm. um and it was causing a lot of people including myself harm
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that was kind of the summation of the video that i posted today but um i don't know one of one of this is a little, um, off, on topic and off topic, uh, Mr. Rogers is one of my idols, and yeah. i um I think about the impact he had on people. I don't want his career, necessarily. I want to be more of an actor right. but um, but if I can make others people other people's lives better in any way, shape or form, like how Mr. Rogers is, like I just think that's cool. I think yeah. there's so much negativity out there and I don't want other people to be, as an example, scared and claustrophobic in a closet, as I say in the video. Like, if someone can watch, if one person can watch that video and feel like they're not alone, I mean, what an what an honor. That's yeah. I, I would love to be a part of their their story. Wow, that's that's amazing, and that is really
0: that's one of the reasons that I want to talk a lot about kind of um, social media and and the creativity that we're kind of going through in in this period of time because it's really shaping lives you know the what we're putting out there um, is is shaping culture and people's opinions do you feel like the content you're creating but also just the 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 social media landscape and the artistic landscape that we're living in is shaping our culture and do you think that that's like a positive or a negative
1: or a little bit of both I think it's totally amoral I think it's what you do with it I think that everyone will will find can yeah they can get, they can use it as a tool for good or for evil. Um mm. is it shaping our culture absolutely 100%. Um but I think there are positives and I think there are negatives. I think there I think one one thing it's doing to us is it's giving us a false sense of um of fame or of importance which is funny cuz literally at the beginning <laughs> of your <laughs> podcast I sounded like <laughs> Not humble at all. No, um, no. I, 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 I thought about that, I was, I'm such an overthinker. I'm like, oh my God, I just someone so conceited to his guests. Oh my gosh, um, no, not at all, not at <laughs> but, all. You're very sweet. But um, yeah, I do think it gives like a false sense of 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 importance on one hand. Um, on the other hand, it's also spreading, it can spread a lot of love you know, there's a lot of, if you just scroll on TikTok, for example, you can see so many different types of people. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, wow, like if I were in high school, like, or or middle school, and I was able to scroll like this to a certain extent, I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea, but uh, (laughs) I would see so much more diversity. And so, so, so many different stories being told. I think that is the most positive part about it. It's an outlet for people to tell their stories.
0: Definitely. I really do agree with that. I think that it's becoming such a I don't know. I think that is part of the kind of awakening that our, our world and our generation is going through where we're recognizing that people are different and that there are struggles that so many people, um, you know, women, minorities, uh, the LGBTQ plus community, like there are struggles that people are going through that I think a lot of people just don't even know it's happening, you know? Mm. On last, week's, um, on last week's episode, I talked with Michaela a lot about how growing up in like a small community, kind of isolated from the bigger parts of the world, we didn't know about some of the struggles and, and some of the diversity of, of other people. But I think if platforms like Instagram and TikTok had been around for all of that, what a different worldview I would have today, you know? Mm, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, it's definitely interesting how things are changing. So um, going back a little bit, kind of off of that topic, back to what inspired you to do TikTok, I wanted to ask about one of your characters specifically and see if you could tell us a little bit about Double D Chad.
1: Oh, (laughs) I am so mad that you asked because he's going to hear this podcast and as if he doesn't have a big enough ego. Um, (laughs) We need his response after. Okay. I can call him <laughs> in if you want. Oh, perfect. Um, Double D Chad is is is, is the personification of privilege. That's all I'll say.
2: Mm. I'm not okay. saying
1: that everyone that is straight or everyone that is white uh, or everyone that is cisgender male is is Chad. That is not what I'm saying, but I think that he um he is kind of an example of what we might expect from someone who has never struggled because of the body they were born into,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and he's extremely oblivious to uh, to that privilege. Uh, I don't think he's a bad person. I think he has a good heart, but I think he's just things just go over his head, and he doesn't know what it means to work for something. Um, would you agree? <laughs> what do you think?
0: I yes i I think that it's so. I don't know. I think. I watch your child videos and I definitely think that it's a good laugh. And then it also shows you kind of, it's almost like, I don't want to say comedically ironic, but you hmm. watch it, you laugh. And then you're like, Oh, but, but really that is. Oh, but
1: how really is. exactly. yeah." So you know, there is a, there is a, um, woman i want to say her name is vivian k fact check me on that um she is i want to give a shout out to her because she is i actually heard her on a different podcast started following her on tiktok and and instagram and she has this phrase that she's patented what would chad do and i thought it was hilarious that like her description of chad is similar to my description of chad and the the character that i've made hers is not double d chad so it's slightly different but um it's (laughs) But I I just need to give her credit because uh, where credit's due. And also she talks a lot about, um, you know, just act like chat, you know, just Mm. walk around with that sort of energy. Like you deserve things because of the skin you were born in the body you were born into Um, Mm, society kind of tells one group of people that, that, you know, that, that they deserve that. But I think the point is like, walk around with that confidence. Mm. Um, So there are some, some good sides to Chad some takeaways we can have from him to better our lives I think
0: I love that and it's such a I'm really I I want to tell you that I'm proud of you for doing that because I think so often we like to make fun of people that we don't agree with or that exert privilege over us, instead of Mm. looking at that as like a learning opportunity. So I think that's a really great mindset to look at that through. Okay, so bouncing, bouncing around on topics again, um, going back to kind of what it means to be a content creator, what struggles do you face? Or do you think other creators face in keeping up with creating trends, um, you know, editing content? What struggles are there associated with all of that?
1: Hmm, I think it depends on the situation. If it's something like, you know, TikTok or Instagram, the stakes are low, right? Like, mm. and, uh, and, and there's a difference being a content creator and being a social media influencer. I am not a social media influencer. An actual, an actual influencer would get paid for things that they put out there. So that's a different ballgame. And I'm not saying there's no stakes there. But if it's just about putting videos up, most likely it really depends on what your mindset is. I think that's the biggest struggle. You know, if you are like how TikTok has, for example, taught me not to be, (laughs) which is, you know, a perfectionist and controlling everything and looking Mm. at the numbers and stressing, then what's the point? It's not worth it. Mm. Um, So if you put the value in validation and being seen, it feels nice to be seen. I like being seen, mm-hmm. but if you put all of the value in that, then I think you're gonna find that you are slowly killing yourself. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the biggest struggle because that is very seductive. It's very seductive to want to be seen and to, to put things out there to specifically get likes. I think if you put something out there, for example, um, no, I'm not going to go there because I don't want to like be negative about anyone. <laughs> oh, no. But if we put something that's, on it, that's, that's clearly good. that clearly shows that you didn't do anything, but that you you put this out here to get the validation and to get the likes,
2: mm-hmm. I just
1: feel like you're going to be disappointed down down the road. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I think that's totally fair. And it, like
0: we talked about earlier, how there can be good and bad and people can use social media for good or for bad or or neutrally. That's one of the things that I wish we as a society could do better is care a little bit less about what we put out there. Mm. Um, So yeah, I think it definitely makes sense what you're saying,
1: but yeah, just know where you're finding the value. I would say, I think that's, uh, it's again, tricky, but I think that's the takeaway. I love that. So even
0: if you're not caring, Yes, even if you're not caring as much or controlling as much, do you find that you still base even a small part of your identity in creating content?
1: A hundred percent which I know sounds like a, a total <laughs> <laughs> contradiction no. to what I just said. No, I, I absolutely do. I think that there are times where I do fall into that trap in a negative way. Like I was just describing. Mm-hmm. And I think another part of it is because I am an actor. I, 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 while everything I said up to this point is true, I also am on TikTok and Instagram partially to use them as freak calling cards,
2: mm-hmm. right? Like,
1: I have some casting directors that follow me on Instagram. So when I repost the TikTok videos to Instagram and they like them, A, it feels good again to be seen and to be validated, right? But Mm B, because I am giving them an idea of what I sell. I am the CEO of my Mm. company. My company is my performance. The performance is what I sell. But if I don't know what I sell, if I don't know what my performance is, if I don't know what my brand is, why would anyone want to buy me? Mm. So if I post those videos on Instagram, it's an it's a way um, it's a way to be seen by people like that. So it, it absolutely is important. So it's a little bit
0: it's a little bit art and creativity, and also a little bit like an asset for your business. Of your hundred percent. Yeah. That. Um, okay. So now I want to throw a few questions at you. Just there's always a few things that I think. I always want to put towards the end, just kind of give them their own standalone time. So the first one is: I know you've mentioned that um, you know your two big platforms are TikTok and Instagram. Which one do you prefer,
1: and why? I mean, I, prefer, I think I prefer Instagram. I think it, it. I've been on Instagram a lot longer than than TikTok. I, I have so many more followers on TikTok. I think mm. the algorithms are just different in that way. But yeah. I, I just. I think because I have more genuine connections on Instagram with people that I know, I think that that would be my, my go-to platform.
0: As a creator, you're working on social media. We talk a lot about the algorithm and how it's getting harder to get your um, content recognized. Um, So do you have any tips for anyone looking
1: to kind of maximize or beat the algorithm? Are you are you talking specifically? I, you know what? It doesn't matter what you're talking. I think my answer will probably be the same. But are you talking for TikTok or does or anything?
0: TikTok or Instagram? I know those are the two that are
1: fighting us right now. I yeah I yeah I think um, I mean I don't want to like sit here and say anything that you can that anyone can Google. I mm-hmm. and I've done it. Google best times to post on Instagram. Best times to post on TikTok. I mean you can always try those and see for yourself if it work, I feel like the, the algorithms are constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And so whatever you do today in a month might not be good. Um, but technical things I do sometimes when I'm, you know, in a slump or whatever, I will check, I'll Google that and see what it says. Another thing I'll do is always use a couple of hashtags. Um, but also engage with other people both on Instagram and on um, TikTok or whatever your platform comment on other people's pictures. But again, I can't stress this enough. Please be authentic. Don't, don't, you know, scroll and like, 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 mm-hmm. without, without engaging, like build relationships and the rest will come. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. also just maybe care a little less about that stuff <laughs> and have fun and see what happens.
0: I love that. And If you were talking to someone who wanted to become a creator, whether it's on social media or maybe they just want to have some kind of other artistic outlet, you know, you're an actor, some people paint, some people sing. What would you say to someone considering pursuing these kind of creative careers?
1: As far as content creating, um, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would call content creating creator a career. Mm. Um, So are you, are you asking advice for a content creator or for someone that might want to be an actor?
0: You know, I'm just thinking all creatives at this point. And I know that's yeah. a really broad spectrum of people. Um, but I think that you have found your place in it. Um, so I would love to just get your opinion on how to pursue doing these creative things that people love.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, um, on on one hand, I would say, you know, I, I know that like the act class classes I've taken is important and have helped me. I, I think continued education and acting is really important. I think there's a false sense that actors don't also need to train like Olympic, mm-hmm. people going to the Olympics or you know, athletes or, or musicians. Um, so I think staying in class, if you can't afford class, um, You know, find another actor and do Zoom hangouts with them once a week and go over sides or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Push yourself to continue your education. I think that's so important on one hand. On the other hand, um, you got to trust that you're enough and you have to ask yourself, what is the story that I want to tell? Because you have a story. If you are listening to this, you have a very specific and unique story. Your story has not been told before and that's kind of exciting a, a lot of ideas of other people's you know ideas of how people should live in authentic inauthentic stories of of course have been told but if but if, we're, if you were authentic and you know who you are and you know your brand and your content you know you're you're confident in that the, the content will come and also like i said do not embrace perfectionism because because then we just won't we just won't create you know mm mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that you keep bringing up that perfectionism point because I think
0: that's why I will never be a, a active content creators because I just, I want everything to be so edited and, and down yeah. to a second. And it's just, it's not for me, but things like exactly. audio. This is, this is more my style because I can. Well, that's good. I mean, edit it's and it's
1: totally creative too. Yeah. I, I just ah. want to say also a little bit because I think it's important to say that I have not, I think the reason I keep bringing this up is because this is what I'm struggling with in the moment. Mm. So I'm constantly thinking about how I can improve that and kind of let that go more. Um, as an example, when I, uh, speaking of being in, in an acting class, I was at Leslie Kahn, which is in Donna street from where I live in Hollywood. <laughs> and um, the teacher said, one of the teachers once said to me um, after the scene, I knew where you were going before you went there. Oh, and that like broke my heart. I hated that. And what that means was I wasn't listening. I wasn't Mm. listening to the person speaking to me. I was preparing what I was going to do. Why was I doing that? Because I wanted to be perfect. Mm. As opposed to being potentially messy and like just listening and sitting not thinking, what's my next line? And just kind of like sitting and being present with the person in front of me. Mm. That's kind of scary. That's where the magic happens. And I think that's true with all content creation.
0: That's so good. I love that so much. And that's such great advice. Eric, I
1: am so
0: appreciative of your time and, and your insights into what it means to create and to create content. I want to let everyone know that you can find Eric on social media. His Instagram is at Eric Feltas, His TikTok is at Eric Dot felt is, And we will have both of those listed on our socials later this week, um, in case you want to go find him and see what all of his creating is about, including, and especially, Double D Chat. Um, yeah. So, Eric, is there anything you want to close with, anything you're working on that you want to tell people about, any recap or anything we didn't get to? This is your moment.
1: Oh, well, I had so much fun. I'm so glad we got to reconnect you and I as well. Um, yeah, I can't so wait fun. for things to open up so that we can like see each other in person. I
0: know. Um
1: yeah, but it's a good year and good things are happening. Um I will say I can't specifically say what show I booked, but I booked a show and I'm shooting on Monday and as soon as I see it listed on IMDb Pro or sorry, on IMDb, I will post it on on um, Instagram. So if you oh. want to know what show i put, um check my Instagram in like, ooh, maybe like a week or so. Oh, that's so exciting. Very excited about oh, it. Oh, no, I'm so curious. I'm going to be like stalking to see.
0: Yes. Awesome. Good. Well, thank you again. I am really glad that we got to reconnect because I, it feels like I've seen you recently, but in reality, it's been well
1: over a year <laughs> it's been <laughs> a year jace it's been like we have been i think in lockdown for like a year i was thinking about this because i i think we saw each other right before lockdown at church that's true Probably but then we saw lockdown. each other zooms and we're on social media and that, and time doesn't exist in covid so oh, it could be yesterday you know i don't know
0: what a year it's march um all right well thank you again so much eric and thank you to everyone who took the time to listen to this week's podcast we got it closer to 30 minutes like i told you we would um but i am really grateful for everyone's time and attention and um i hope you'll join us again next week for a really exciting more business focused and and kind of um talking about success and and how we can get there so i'm really excited about that Um, if you're not already following us on instagram and connected with us on facebook you can find us at the life inspired pod and i really hope that today's conversation brought you a little bit of joy and that it helps you to live the life inspired thanks so much